Hurry, hurry. Schmidt beer, the brew that grew to be best in the great Northwest. Your finest craft beer, Rocky. Man to man, smoke Roy Tan. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, for your main event, weighing in at a combined 64 ounces and 85 IBUs, Gorgeous Greg, Slammin' Scott, Dangerous Dan, and Alluring Alley. Oh, yeah, that's right. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to the ring. The ring of fire. I don't know. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for joining. I am Greg. Over there is Intuitive Moonwalker Scott. Yeah. And uh, haven't been sober since 2020. That's what I like to hear. Allie. Hey. Not hey. sober right now. Glad to hear about your <laughs> lack of sobriety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very fantastic. Yeah. Thanks for the support, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're here to support you. No quitters allowed yeah. on this show. Thank that's you. right. Yeah. Keep drinking. Yes. Always, always keep drinking. Dry January is just for quitters. Yeah. Yep. Losers. <laughs> I think, I think half of our listeners aren't Dry January. So I'm sorry. Love Dry January. Not really. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Shout out to our top listening city of last week, Clearwater, Florida. Thank you very wow. much for the listen. Yeah. Don't forget, when you're on the socials, hashtag show us your beers. Tag us in those beer pictures as well. We like to see them. Rate and subscribe on uh, your favorite podcast app, however it is you're listening to us. A little rating and subscribing there would be fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, what else we got? A lot to get to today is what. Uh, I've been high for the last few days. Can't wait to tell you about that. <laughs> we have got the uh, the unfortunately named Wheel of Fun to get to. Still waiting on a, a new name from that, people. Get on it. Uh, and some beer reviews and some very important uh, booze news as well. That first story is going to be very important for you, especially in California. So we will get to that. Uh, let's kick things off. Right quick with some hydration, because I am quite thirsty over here. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Oh, I'm having myself such a delicious beer. I'm drinking Drecker Brewing Company's Peach and Black Currant Bray. A lot of <laughs> it's a double fruit smoothie sour. 7.3% has a 418 on Untapped and a 91 on Beer Advocate. They say this <laughs> is loaded with peach, more peach, black currant, more black currant, lactose, sea salt, and vanilla beans for a peachy, black currant flavor that has us swooning. Well, I tell you. I get a lot of black currant and a little bit of peach right behind it in this version of brains. Uh, I don't so much get the sea salt, maybe just a hint of vanilla. But as you guys can see on the camera here, like this sexy. is uh, sexy and, and it looks mm-hmm. healthy. I mean, this looks like a smoothie right here. It I'm, legit looks it like Jamba Juice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, getting my daily dirt, dirt. Wow, daily serving of fruit over here. It's the only really. Boy, I do take in my fruit. That's the liquid style. So um, it's phenomenal. It's everything they said. It's thick. It's fruity. It's it's like drinking a, a boozy smoothie. I can't get enough of this one. Rad. Uh, I f- yeah. It's so I love Drecker. I love their sours. I got this one from uh, Tavor. So shout out to Tavor. Oh, don't forget promo code Unfiltered. I think you get like $10 off your first order or something like that. Cool. Uh, yeah. 
And so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. It's exactly what they say it is. It's a, it's a smoothie sour, double smoothie sour, 7.3%. And it's just fucking phenomenal. And it drinks like a uh, breakfast smoothie. So I Okay, so I have a question then, if you yeah. have much more to say. Uh, um, excuse me, uh, you in the back? Hi, hi, it's me again. Hi, <laughs> yeah, yeah. thanks, Go thanks ahead. for noticing. Hi, so... Um, she got in here again. Don't don't judge me for this, but in real life, what's black currant? What is that a fruit? Yeah. So it's it? something I've I've never had in its actual form. I've never had like the fruit black currant. Okay. Uh huh. Um, I've had it in beverages, basically. Same. And every single beverage that I've had that has black currant, I am I love. But I haven't ever yeah. had it in real life. But it, like, whenever it's in a beer, I'm like, let me get all of that, all of it. Yeah, it's you know, so in, good. In England, when they make oh shit, what's that drink called? Like a snake bite or something? Oh, it's, wait, that's like a cocktail, right? It, it's two beers mixed together. It's like a Guinness. Oh, I'm gonna. My oh. wife would know. Um, it's two beers mixed together, and then they put black currant in it. And here in the states, they put like substitution, like n- shitty bad black currant. Okay. But she says in England, they put like the real thing in there and uh-huh. you can taste the difference and it's just so fucking good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a little disappointed. I don't, I'm not familiar with black currant just being, you know, a farmer's wife and stuff like that. <laughs> right. So I'm like, it's, it's a berry. I, I looked it up. Just it, to make okay. Sure well, I that makes anything. sense. We don't grow berries. Right. It's, it's a berry. It's grown on a bush. So, okay. um, not a, not a tree fruit. We also don't fuck with bush. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> more ways than one yeah <laughs> so no wonder uh, where i'm not familiar with it <laughs> <laughs> you start fucking with bush over there apparently <laughs> or not just say or, or or not or just not let it so. stay in my beverage oh yeah. wait the black <laughs> current not the bush <laughs> all right moving right along moving moving right <laughs> along in fact let's just move right along to i want to mention uh really quickly last week i said the give giveaway what we're doing would be up by the end of the week uh, I'll tell you why in just a second that that didn't happen, but it's up as of right now. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, went up yesterday on Tuesday. So go to our gram, the unfiltered gentleman got our giveaway going. I apologize for the delay. Uh, also next week we have an interview. I had a chance to talk down to talk down. Jesus Christ, sit down and talk with Rob, one of the co-founders of East brother beer. And so next week uh, you get to hear that interview. Rob and I talking about East brother, about their beer about uh, why their name isn't plural because it should be East Brothers because I keep fucking up the name uh, <laughs> and just all their fantastic beer that they're making and, and surviving the Rona and, and all that stuff. So next week, look out for that one. Uh, so why I didn't get the giveaway up in time, last Wednesday, I went to the dentist because I had some tooth pain and it turns out I had a filling in my back upper tooth that had fractured. The filling had fractured in two different places which had then caused my tooth to fracture and had then caused an infection inside my tooth and root. And that was on Wednesday, gave me some antibiotics and a bunch of uh, Norco, which was fantastic because I was in huge amounts of pain. And then Friday, really he went in there. oh my God, so much pain. <laughs> Just Friday, I went back to have the root canal done and he gets in there and he goes, yeah, I can't do it. And I'm like half, you know, like I'm all numb and like half conscious. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you have the longest route I've ever seen in my career. Congratulations. And, wow. and uh, <laughs> so you had to send me to an endodontist, which is like a root canal specialist. Okay. And she had to get in there with her like specialty tools. And even she was like, yeah, that was a really long route. That took some work. I was like, mm, super. So 
Um, I don't know if you can tell the left side of my face is still partially swollen from. Oh yeah, I can tell big time. It's gigantic. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just my Friday procedure. I'm still in pain. I'm trying to enunciate, but like opening my mouth all the way hurts. Oh jeez. Okay, so then they just removed the roots. So they did a root canal where they like okay. you know, get up inside it and clean uh-huh. it out and all that stuff. So and um, then I go back in a couple of days to have a crown fitted for it. Oh, okay. Um, and then okay. a couple of weeks after that, they actually put on the crown. It's a fucking process. I had a I had that happen to me once where it was like it was a root canal that actually had split when it was in the gum and and they ended up just pulling everything out and putting the implant in. Yeah, you know, he told me there was a chance. Like, he's like, oh, this because the fracture on your tooth now, there's a chance that we'll have to pull the whole thing. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Um, but they didn't, I guess. So, uh, fingers crossed that it, I don't have to go through that also. Okay, cool. It's been a rough fucking week, man. I've been in a shit ton of pain. I've been high as fuck on that Norco. Yeah, you've been, you've been actually kind of flexing the Norco. So, I'm, I'm just, you know, if you yeah. want to share it, then that's cool, but... Otherwise, Come I don't want to hear about how high you are anymore. It's making me mad. I'm jealous. Come on over. I, I was <laughs> washing that shit down with beers. Oh, my God. It was, <laughs> it was good stuff. <laughs> Mate, when your skin starts tingling a little bit, <laughs> your ears start my, ringing a little bit, just a little. I started weaning myself off of it yesterday. I was like, I've been on it pretty solid for a few days now. And I remember from when I had my wisdom teeth out. Like, yeah. I was, on it, I was on it for like two weeks straight. I had a really bad wisdom teeth situation. And to the point where, like, when I ran out, I came off it hard. Like, I was, like, fucking eating it. I'm itching and sweating and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So, I was, like, I need to start coming come off of it. So, yesterday, I, I didn't take any. Today, I haven't had any. Um, and I've been mostly okay. Yeah, a little bit of pain, but nothing, like, not tolerable. Until tonight when I ate dinner, I had, like, my most solid meal since this has all happened. And I was like, now my jaw hurts. So, oh, stupid man. So, maybe after this, I'll go take another one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, the timing is funny because we just were talking about that recently on the show about the the liquid Vicodin, or was it after the show? I can't remember now. Oh, we're talking about morphine, weren't we? We were, well, we were talking about because I, I had a tonsillectomy and I had the liquid Vicodin, and we were both talking mm-hmm. about how we like were kind of like, oh, it's been three hours, it's time for another dose, but we were like, <laughs> dee dee dee, like not yep. in any pain, but we were, yeah, because we had the Flying similar, high. yeah, like mm-hmm. the withdrawal situation. Yeah. I accidentally got a little addicted to it. It, I, it was an accident. It's though. real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, w- when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, like I legit needed that shit. I mean, I was in all kinds of pain. Yeah. And um, I accidentally addicted myself. To- Same. I mean, you're on it solid for two weeks, taking it every whatever it is, four, six hours, however long you can, you know, you go Three. without taking some. Two and a half. <laughs> Three, whatever it is. <laughs> like you're, you're on it solid for two weeks. Like, but in that two weeks, you enjoy that constant high state. And your body is like, what? What's happening here? Come well, and on, it's guy. even. I mean, you enjoy the high, obviously, but a lot of people. Not everybody loves that, but your body literally gets addicted to it. Like your body yeah. gets dependent on it really, really quickly, and it's sneaky. It's a. It's actually a little, little scary bastard. how quickly it, that yeah. happens. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, because because I, I had a tonsillectomy. I think I was twenty four, and no, I was probably twenty seven because I had both kids already. So mm-hmm. I, and I remember like, oh, it's been two and a half, three hours time. Oh, yeah. It was one of those where I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not even in pain anymore. Why <laughs> am I even taking this? And so I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like, all right, girl. That was like when I, uh, when I had surgery once and I had a morphine drip Oof. and you could hit the button. I forget what the time <laughs> on it was, 
But like you can hit the button as much as you want, but it wouldn't go off until something like an hour had passed or something okay. like that. Uh-huh. So you should have seen me sitting there fucking timing that thing. <laughs> I'd, I'd never, never been so good at telling time as to when yeah. I was in the hospital. Like, here we go in three, two, <laughs> one. Oh, and you feel it hitting into your, like the cool liquid hits the veins and you just feel this like sigh of relief. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. I, I don't blame Michael Jackson for what happened. I, I totally get it. I like, don't you either. Get, you get used to that after Judgment a while. Judgment-free zone, yeah. Oh. It'd be like now, that I do blame him for like know? the... Yeah, I blame him for like the children's stuff. That's awful. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, we're talking about oh. the drug addiction. We're talking about the drugs. I thought that's what you're talking about. No, sorry. no, 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 no. For the drug addiction, I uh, I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Um, man, that, that more... And that was only like three days of a morphine drip. And by the end of that, I was like, I'm at home. I'm like, three, two... Oh, fuck. I don't even have a time. Damn it. So son of a nutcracker. Yeah. Uh yeah. I guess the moral of that story is drugs are great. Uh, <laughs> drugs pills are good. <laughs> pills are good. Okay. Uh and then uh, I want to mention on Saturday, yeah, Saturday. I did this fun little wine tasting event, uh virtual wine tasting event. The wife loves uh Hope Family Wines. It's up in Pass Robust. They make fantastic wine. Hope and H-O-P-E. Hope family. Yeah, Hope. Like, okay. I hope I get more drugs. Okay. <laughs> Greg's still stuck on the drugs. <laughs> A little bit. Okay. Um, and so we did this virtual wine tasting. It was really good. They their, their person up there, Tara, she was great. But the wine was really good. But the problem with virtual wine tastings is, like, they don't send you one, you know, glass of wine to taste. They have to send you the bottles, of course. Oh. Um, so the, the problem, in quotes, was we had to finish three bottles that night. Ooh. Darn it. Oh, that's why I was getting the I'm drunk, I'm wine drunk texts. Yeah. And yeah. I had, and I <laughs> and had Norco drugs that drunk. night too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had a couple Norcos and uh, split three bottles of wine. Oh my gosh. Ooh. What a floozy. Oh my God. I was easy <laughs> that night. <laughs> like Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That was fun though. That was a lot of, a lot of good wine. And uh, I don't remember what happened after that. Cool. So yeah. Allie, don't anything ask, going don't on with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a rad little weekend. I had a little um met up with some beer people, like the Hop mm. Syndicate, and um we had a really cool little crew. The Hop Syndicate, as you had mentioned, um we did a giveaway recently. And so right. the winner, he was actually he lives in Temecula. Mm. And so um Jason and I decided it would be cool if we just like kind of did our best to like do like a little beer meetup or whatever and deliver the winnings as opposed to shipping it. And so it was a good excuse to get together. We had a rad crew. It was so beer babe, Jess on the gram. She lives, she's typically from Chicago. She's here and she's doing like the snowbird in San Diego. So she met up with us. Smart. Mm-hmm. Beerology, Olivia, who's of course just so good. I love her. Women's Craft Beer Collective, love her. And then Craft Beer Mike, he's the guy that won the giveaway. That's the asshole. What? No, he's so nice. I wanted to win. Okay. Oh, no, he's so nice. I don't even know Mike. Well, I know. You know what's (laughs) funny about him before is that he's come into refuge. So he was one of the first people I started following on the gram when I created this beer account or whatever, or when it transitioned into a beer Mm. account. Just because he's Temecula and I'm from Temecula. So we've been following each other from the very beginning. I've never met him in real life. And I guess one time he was working at Refuge, or I'm sorry, I was working at Refuge. He came in as a customer and he had posted something on his story, like a beer. And he was like, you know, tagged Refuge. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, 
you were at refuge today? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I was working today. He's like, oh, you're the one with the pink hair. And I'm like, yeah, come on. Yes. And so anyways, it was so funny because with the masks, I mean, I didn't recognize him. He didn't recognize me. And it was just funny. So anyway, so we, we all met up and we just did like a little tour of Solaris, um, which is a brewery that's been around in Temecula for probably about, I think like four years. I think Skylar and Chad have been brewing beers. They have a really, really good reputation for being great humans and making amazing beer. And nice. on Saturday, I was able to like confirm and connect all the dots. They are really, really, really good people. So they are in the process right now of creating a tap room that's, you know, been a little bit postponed due to the Rona. Great, great timing for a tap room. Huh? I know. I know. Poor but guys. I was really excited because I got this beer. I'm trying to blank on the name, but um, they did a collab recently with 8-Bit and Beer Zombies. Mm. And I had gotten the 8-Bit version of it. And so when we were there, I picked up the Solaris version and I'll, I'll be trying both of those. We're going to do little Solaris Sunday posts or whatever to show them some love because Nice. Really good people, really, really good beers. They have some sours that they're going to be really releasing on the 18th. So I'm going to go back and pick up some more to-goes or whatever. But yeah, we got to like, you know, check it out a little bit. So we, we didn't get to go into the tap room. They had just finished the floor. And so the floor was like sealed. And so we stayed outside. And then their their brew house has like, it's super open. And they rolled up all the doors and gave us a little tour. And really, really, really good people. So Solaris, if you guys can like give them a follow on the gram, show them some love. They're like, they're deserving of all the love and um, just really, really, really would love to see them succeed. So awesome. Yeah. So we went there, we went to Iron Fire and we went to Refuge and, um, you know, everybody's just doing the to go thing. And so you kind of grab your beers and figure out where to drink them. And um, it was, it was good. It was a good day. Good crew. My husband joined us, which was, you know, switch it up a little bit. That was kind of fun. And <laughs> <laughs> he like never joins us. So um, it was fun. We had a good crew. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Beer Babe Jess is rad. Yeah. I mean, I, I follow her. So uh, she seems rad. Glad she's rad in real IRL. In real yeah. Life. It, it was so funny. Oh my gosh. This is a funny story. So I was texting her and I was like, okay, you know, we'll be at Solaris at one o'clock. And she's like, all right, I'm going to be the, I'll be the tall one. I'm like, oh, this is funny. I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm the tall one and I'm 5'10 and Christine I was like, easily, Christine's pretty tall too. Well, have you seen pictures of me and Christine side by side? Yeah. Yeah. She's like easily two inches on me or something. I think she's at least six feet. And so it's so funny because I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, this is going to be funny because I'm always the tall one and I'm going to be like the small one. Not well, not small. I'm well. short, short question mark. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I'm going to be the tall one. You're like, not today, honey. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. I I guess I roll with tall girls. That's what we do. I guess so. Yeah. So it was great. It was a great crew. Um, Loved meeting Beer Babe Jess. We're going to try to get together again, you know, while she's here in San Diego. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, good people. Maybe, and Maybe I, she wants to record a grocery list or something. Or, yeah. that Beer Babe Jess would be good for that too. Come yeah. hang out with us on the show. Something like that. You know, yeah. Hey, Jess. Mm-hmm. Hi. Just throwing it out there. Okay, and then Very you can nice. finish your little Solaris plug because I interrupted you. Oh, I was just gonna say follow him while I'm the grand. Yeah. Right, go to Solaris. Yeah. Uh, Solaris Brewing, I think it is, right? I know that's what I, was, I, was, get, I can't remember. Back if it was... Scott, anything going on uh, with you over there? Um, not that much. It's kind of a boring weekend for me. I worked all weekend and then came home and drank. So 
So uh, on par. So you're not. Uh, I thought you were going to participate in Dry January. What happened? Me participate in Dry January? <laughs> yeah. Silly goose. I know. Yeah. Nobody yeah, does Dry January. I was going January. to, but then I got thirsty, and yeah. Right. And then the first happened. So. Right, and it hasn't rained yet, so it's still dry. So true. There is that. Uh, Solaris beer on the gram, by the way. Solaris. Beer oh, beer. Okay, good. I'm glad we checked that out. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were so awesome, so hospitable and full of knowledge. And and then sorry, I'm taking over again, but um beerology, you know, she's a chemistry chemistry teacher. So she's just she asks all these questions and I just was like staring at her like so many times. I'm like, I love listening to you speak. Like she's so <laughs> hot and intelligent and just she's package deal. And she built us a cake. So that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then last thing I almost forgot to mention, um, the California craft beer week is coming up in February and I've been talking to the, um, central California craft beer guild, mm-hmm. central coast brewers guild, excuse me. don't want to mess it up. We're working on some cool stuff to promote the upcoming, uh, beer week in, in February. So be checking out our gram for that as well. In the upcoming weeks, I think we're gonna do some giveaways and some fun little contests and they're going to do some giveaways. So stay tuned for that. So that's fun because so you're gonna do the Zen photos. You gotta find your yeah, Zen, are, right? They hit you up also. Mm-hmm. Looks like yes. you and I are going head to head, buddy. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. think we're gonna have some people on the show. Um but yeah, okay. the Zen contest. You're working that angle. Like, okay. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. I got one up on you. Well, yeah, you <laughs> sure do. Dang it. Yeah, the Zen contest. You're like, you wanna be part of the Zen contest? I was like, I don't know what this means. You're I'm like, sorry. I take Marcos and I find my Zen. Does that Dude, count? I I set up this phone call with the, the woman who's running it when I was not drugged up and then had to have this conversation with her when I was <laughs> fucking high out of my mind. I was oh. like, I need, to, I need to take notes. Yeah. I need to take so many notes because I'm not going to remember any of this. I, th- I think I'm good. I took notes and she sent a nice little email today. So nice working on that anyways all right so check both of our grams but mostly ours because uh we need to win not yeah not Allie. no well whatever as long as all it's just, i mean realistically it's just it's about promoting cause. local breweries greg yes that's really is, what the goal is and also i, I think olivia jason and christine are all doing it also so fuck <laughs> <laughs> i'm pulling out of this thing we're not doing it anymore <laughs> oh don't pull out Ooh, never, <laughs> never, never pull out. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, old timey word of the week. I thought this was. I saw it and I thought this was so appropriate. Grinders, uh, mm. grinders. Not, not mm-hmm. a dating app. Mm. Apparently, mm. Uh, old, mm. <laughs> old timey word for teeth. <laughs> teeth. Yeah, I had my grinders worked on this week. Oh, God! You I've know what? I, I just had a weird flashback of my great grandpa like talking about his grinders or something, like his How teeth. Funny, right? Okay. You hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hope it is, dude. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's not. Let's move Keep along going, quickly. A little going. bit of sports here. And now, the sports. Brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. Just a couple of stories to talk about here. Uh, the Eagles have fired their coach, Doug Peterson. and uh, That was weird. Real- <laughs> well, they did so well this year. Well, they had a bad year this year, but I mean, since he took over as their coach, they've done pretty good. This year, they had a bad year. I have to admit yeah. that. But. Well, he was part of their Super Bowl win, wasn't he? It, yeah, I beat the Patriots and everything. And yeah, uh, big rumor is that the Jets are interested. So uh, I think Why he's going to retire. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's like, no. Not worth it. No, thank you. Um, moving on to basketball, the NBA, two weeks into the season, now they're having their little COVID outbreak. Seems like all the major sports that don't bubble are going through this. A couple weeks in, they they really start to outbreak and have to kind of figure out what their situation is. Here's just a few of the teams. The Heat have uh, eight players who are sidelined with COVID. Jimmy Butler, Bam Artebayo, Goran Dragic, Dragic uh, Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, Mo Harkless, Avery Bradley, Udonis Haslam, and KZ. I don't know this guy. Akpala? Yeah. Sorry, KZ. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics He's my have seven. <laughs> Can you pronounce it for me then? You said it right. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah>. Good. <laughs> Big loss for the Heat. <laughs> yeah. The Celtics have seven. They have Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, Tristan Thompson, uh, Semi Ojalea. I don't know mm-hmm. about that one. Yep. Grant Williams. Yeah. Robert Williams and uh, Javante Green. The Sixers have five out right now. Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, Shake Milton, Matisse Tybel, and Vincent uh, Poirier. Poirier? Probably Poirier. Uh, these yes, bench you're players. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the, Ma- <laughs> the Mavericks. This is where it gets fun. The Mavericks game against the Pelicans that was uh, slated for Monday was postponed as Dallas didn't have enough players to suit up. Dallas learned of a positive COVID-19 test among three players, Jalen Brunson, Josh Richardson, and Dorian Finney-Smith, before leaving Denver to fly back to Dallas after playing the Nuggets on Thursday. All three players remain in isolation. Denver will be sidelined for at least seven days. After playing against the Magic on Saturday, it was then reported that forward Maxi Kleber tested positive for the virus, which caused the team to shut down its practice facility on Sunday. The Mavs were expected to play in Monday's game, down four players, but after further contract tra- contact tracing, the league announced that Dallas's game against New Orleans would be postponed. That means that at least five more Dallas players have entered isolation. Reportedly, four Mavs uh, have, been, have tested positive for the, fi- for the virus. Words are hard tonight. I apologize. Um, so it's... Uh, just like Hulk Hogan, it's running wild on the NBA, <laughs> brother. Yeah, they're they're getting to the point where they're starting to postpone games. This this could be the longest season ever. It's supposed to be the shortest ever, and that's going to turn into like a marathon season. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't go. I mean, I I get why they didn't go back to the bubble. I'm sure players didn't love being in the bubble for the time they were in. But I mean, throw a couple extra million on their paycheck and tell them to get over it. Is kind of how I see it. It, it it was so effective. There were no one got it during the bubble, and I know it was only I think a ten game plus playoffs for each team that was in it. But um, this is just the rate this was going. They're going to make the NFL and the MLB look like you know kitty shit. Yeah, I love how you just it, say yeah. like throw a couple extra mil on the paycheck as if it's you know NBD. It's not for those when you're making twenty four yeah, a yeah. year. I mean, what's another couple? Here's a little bonus. Well, and what's for, a couple mil? What's a couple more to keep you? put i mean at that point could go either way then how about we don't give you a couple extra million just go get in that bubble and stop getting the rona so we have a full basketball season they did it so right at first but i guess you know i mean who wants to be in a bubble for six months i guess but nobody in the united states we all hate the fucking bubble nobody's working well with the bubble how's your bubble? so hey (laughs) hey guys let's you know get our priorities right and just hey maybe not just not have a season this year it's as hard as it is you know what made them decide not to do the bubble this year with the NBA? Well, last year's bubble was only to finish the season that got postponed oh, okay. due to the starter because mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because they were almost to the playoffs by the time Corona shut everything down. Mm, okay. And so they didn't know what to do, didn't know what to do, took a few months. And they're like, all right, we'll do the bubble. We'll finish up the season, which ended up being about 10 games uh, for the t- each team that was in the bubble. And then playoffs on top of that. So like the Lakers and um, the Lakers beat Jesus Christ. Uh, Miami had obviously a longer bubble than everybody else because they made it to the finals. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see the amount of traveling the NBA does compared to the other sports. Like NFL, you, you play one game a week. The NBA plays multiple games a week. So they're traveling so much more. I just don't see how this doesn't continue to be an issue. Right. Well, they even, like, a lot of their games were, they were having back-to-backs. Like, the Lakers would play Memphis for two nights and then... Which was smart. You know, which, yeah, which I agree with, you know, 100%. So they're like, well, let's travel. We'll just, you know, because you, they used to play, what, two, three, four, whatever times a season. Right. So they're like, well, let's just go in one place, get our, you know, play our games and let's travel. But it's, for some reason, that's not working. Yeah, it, it's not. And uh, hopefully we don't <laughs> lose the season. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. What? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just laughing. It's just, I, I don't, I don't know. Nobody likes the bubble. Nobody likes the corn. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, then can't, then can't they didn't the mind because basically, it was, totally. Yeah, I it was mean, a, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I mean, the original uh, bubble was a couple of months, and they, they sure. were, were able Which to live with doable. that. But they're like, exactly, and they're mm-hmm. saying, wait a minute, you want us in a bubble for six months? I don't think so. Be away from my family for that long? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So they they tried, but it's. Not but I mean, the realistically, well. I mean, okay, but canceling the season, I mean, obviously, we have no idea of the end in sight for this wretched virus. But I mean, right. people are saying that it's going to be. Some people are saying that you know it's going to be till summer. Some people are saying it's going to be another five years. So it's like, I mean, dot 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 dot. Like how, I guess you just have to do as best as you can to. Some yeah, level I'm of just normalcy. Saying, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what, you but know. if you if you expect to for this sort of thing not to happen the way that you're operating the league, that's silly. You're traveling a lot. You're staying in hotels. Yeah. All oh, these things. Well, then that's like like you're going to get the Rona. Uh, to me, I mean, I feel like yes, I know that I whatever. I I got the Rona sitting at my house. So I mean, I feel like everybody's going to get it sooner or later if the numbers are as accurate as everyone's saying. Like, I mean, aren't we all? on the slope to get it you know who knows yeah I I mean, know. at this point if you live in la you are like i said before when i had the when i came back from i'm like i just felt like it was only a matter of time anyways you know well says the lady who kept traveling to arizona it was definitely only a matter of time <laughs> oh, yeah yeah i'm glad i got it over with there you go i got mine over <laughs> with in january so i was patient zero suck it bitches <laughs> um, yeah but you're still I'm afraid saying, no i'm just saying if you want to have a season, if you expect that you're going to have a season while traveling, middle of the the bigger, this outbreak currently is bigger than when it originally hit. So if you think you're going to be able to travel around the country and have a, a mostly full season, it's just not going to happen. So good luck in, you know, good luck in BA. Yeah. Well, and there's, you know, without getting too involved in this discussion, I mean, there's been other countries that have completely shut down and have kind of turned it around. Oh, not kind of. Australia is having concerts and beer festivals. Yeah, at this country, we where we refuse. Australia shut down completely for the weekend because they had like they had like ten outbreaks over the whole country, and so they shut down the entire country. Did for they accidentally yeah. let a couple of Americans in or something? Yeah, um, I don't know. Probably. I don't know That's the. Their I don't know the skinny, but I know that. Yeah, but I mean, on the same note, Florida's having beer fests too, and I mean, yeah. Well, look at Florida though. 
Okay, but look at Florida. I don't know anybody yeah. in Florida that's sick from the Rona. And they're, I mean, they're partying like it's 2019. Right, but I think right now Arizona or we either us or Arizona. I, I I think we told them to hold our beer and we took that from them. Oh, yeah, I think we're number one. Arizona okay, well, is right behind us. So I have no Florida. regrets going to Arizona because I was going to get it eventually. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Glad I didn't put totally. my life on hold. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't know anybody in Florida except for Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Oh, oh, <laughs> Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. She cute. True. Um. And then we'll we'll just skirt off of that subject and uh, mention some sad news. We the world mm. lost a great when it comes to the baseball world. Tommy Lasorda died last week at the age of ninety three. Died from a heart attack. Yeah, that sucks. I'm beginning to think January is not a good month for LA sports heroes. I know because Kobe's last anniversary was Kobe, is yeah. yeah, it's what the twenty coming up at the end of the month. 26, 25, or somewhere around there. Yeah. You're the one that broke that news to me, Greg. I was talking about that with Jason when I was driving home from the. Uh, Brewery West Beer Fest. Uh huh. And you texted me and you're like, today is officially the worst day ever. Kobe just passed away. And January was, 26th, yeah. 2020. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible day. Yeah. And I remember Tommy. I mean, being as old as I am, I remember when he was the manager and when he was just a great baseball person. I mean, I always remember the clip of uh, the stupid Philly mascot chasing him down and him like hitting him and. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, if you go on YouTube, there's so many things on YouTube with Tommy Lasorda, and they're they're just all so entertaining. He just, I mean, he meant a lot to baseball and to you know individuals. You know, I mean, people that would see him like at a restaurant or a store or whatever, and he didn't act like he was better than them. He'd talk to him, and I mean, I remember one story. Some guy, a, a podcast I was listening to, where his father passed away, and they had you know, spread the father's ashes that day. And then the family met at a restaurant, and then Tommy happened to be there, and just for one reason or another, they began talking, and you know, they told Tommy why they were there about the father. He ended up paying for their meal, and Aww. you know, saying, "I'm so sorry about your dad." And, you know, just a super guy, just a, yeah. a good human being. Yeah. I was, um, I, I almost got his autograph once for at Dodger Stadium, and if you get there before the games, like the players would kind of come around and, and sign autographs, and people would line up, and I got some pretty good players' autographs that way, and. I was in line for Tommy, and I was next up, and whoever came over was like, all right, he's got to go. And I was like, fuck. Oh, that's <laughs> I was like, please, what? I was like, eight. I was like, please, one more, please, one more. Yeah. Never got it. You know, it's funny is we were just talking about this because my son has played travel baseball forever, and one year we were in Arizona for spring training, and they, we went to the um, the Dodger Stadium, and the kids got a really rad picture with Tommy Lasorda. It's great and so cute and then they were like reminiscing the other night that Tommy Lasorda was at his grandson's baseball game and he was passed out in the chair like his <laughs> <laughs> Tommy was <laughs> yeah I mean it, only I think it was strictly because of his age I, I don't right, want to yeah. paint the picture that he had been pulling an alley and drank too much I think that he was sleeping because he's old Those but... on the sidelines <laughs> I am known to bring beers to baseball games but in this case I don't want to take him down with me but they were it was just funny because you know like you guys are saying he's just a normal guy I mean grand yeah great grandparents or grandparents or whatever fall asleep like you know oh, baseball yeah, games I mean, very easily yep. my my father-in-law falls asleep at my son's baseball games 100 percent of the time <laughs> <laughs> it's what they do <laughs> right so yeah they're napping so yeah so, so rest in so peace big loss to the baseball. yeah, yeah. bummer yeah. yeah so lived R. a good R. life Tommy. though yeah oh yeah seems like it. Yeah. Glad dodger blue 
So yes, he did. That's what he always said. Um, all right, a few more things before we wrap it up. We have a the wheel of fun to get to, a little bit of booze news, but first, let us find out what Scott's drinking. <laughs> got over there i am drinking stone's roaring dragon imperial ipa uh i was interested to find out what you thought about i had this back on uh, batch 202 oh so okay I'll, I'll refresh you how i felt after you say how how you feel better uh stone's St- uh soaring dragon imperial ipa eight percent 38 ibus has a 377 untapped and 88 in beer advocate uh, just real quickly, this Imperial IPA loaded with white tea is the result of the bountiful trip and the resulting experimentation. The amazing aromas and flavor profile of this beer are witness to the joy of experimentation and a testament to making time for side trips. So Stone went to Japan and found some tea and put it in this beer is, is the short story of that. What do you think of this Soaring Dragon? Um, I do taste a little bit of the tea, mm-hmm. um, but I, I mean, I do like it. Um, I, I think you get, um, I guess, it, you know, herbally herbal kind of taste at the beginning, and you and you get right. the tea in there, a little bit of the tea, but then you kind of a little sweet taste at the end. But it, it's it's an IPA, and it, it's for me, I it's hard for me to find an IPA I don't like. But there is but that. Yeah, I, li- I like it. So what are the IBUs go- on it? Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Let's see. 38 IBUs. Oh, that's not that high. Okay. It's low. They, I feel like they use some of the tea to bring in that bitterness, so it's not just hot bitterness. Okay. So um, so you would definitely go out and buy this again. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. I'm not I a tea not. drinker, but I do taste the tea in it. I feel yeah. like you're about ready to tell tell Greg or to tell Scott that it's like a, a it was a I'm Beyond fired. Meat hamburger or something. <laughs> the look on your face is exactly the same. Like, you have something up your sleeve. That's no, a no, vegan no. beer. So, <laughs> you have you something like up your sleeve. Beers. You do. That was vegan tea they put in that. <laughs> it's oh, not no, vegan. Again. I hate it. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. No, I really... No, no. Oh, Nothing oh, like oh, that. Vegan. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Where's my bucket? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. I was just going to say I was not a huge fan of the beer. Plain and simple. Uh, and not that it was not properly made or well made or anything like that. I just don't like tea, and I didn't also like it in my beer. That's all. I'm on the fence with the tea and the beer. So I'm, I'm literally, I think I've probably had four beers with tea in them, and two of them were really good, and two of them were not good. So I could be shifted either way right now. Yeah, I did have one really good one once, and this is a few years back, from this place called Solark brewing they're in la like downtown la or something they only brew to distribute they don't have a tap room super micro micro nano brewery Mm -hmm. and they had this one that they had and it was delicious it was phenomenal and it was really good but the stone one uh i can't i can't get on scott's train over there i'm i'm not a fan of the tea flavor in the ipa it just didn't work for me well thankfully i'm not an alcoholic but probably if you'd hand me a cup of tea and poured alcohol in it i'd probably drink it so I'd, I'd be surprised if you poured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Probably wouldn't the first part of that conversation. But okay. <laughs> what? I don't go to meetings. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's for is, quitters. Is that what defines yeah. an alcoholic is if they go to meetings? Yeah. Is that really the breaking point? Yeah, they're alcoholics. I'm, I'm, I'm just a drunk. Oh, yeah. rad. 
Just oh, make your yeah. life. Good job. All right. I can get on board with this one. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll leave the definition at that. Hi, I'm Allie. I'm a drunk. (laughs) Hi, Allie. Hi. (laughs) Have a beer. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Oh, dear. Yes. Yep. That's that's the definition. You go to meetings. That's what makes you an alcoholic. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Joking. Um, All right. We have uh, the wheel to get to. Somebody, please send us a name. Rename the Wheel of Fun for us. Junk in the Trunk. Still better. Junk in the Trunk is good. I do like that one. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, All right. So our friend Jason, (laughs) a.k.a. Exceptional Grogs, remember a couple weeks ago, he broke the news that he hates Australian accents. Still can't get over this. No. Still dying. um, And we made the proclamation that he's full of shit Uh and that Australian accents are the hottest accents. Hottest. Like, I have the hot Australian Siri, and I would literally have mm-hmm. sex with the accent if I could. <laughs> right? That's what, that's why, that's what yeah. we talked about. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, and I think we also brought fun. up, yeah, we also brought up uh, how they, they cuss freely mm-hmm. more than we do. Like, mm-hmm. they, they drop that C word a lot. So, anyways, mm-hmm. here is uh, a message we received from, oh, I will say, uh, we asked on that episode also what it is that he does for a job because in all his gram posts, he's got that huge audio board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out he does professionally like audio mixing and engineering. Uh, he even sent me his LinkedIn bio. Dude's worked on some real shit, so uh, he's a badass. Anyways, okay. you'll you'll hear it in this. He did some uh, some nice audio mixing on this message. So here is Jason, a.k.a. Exceptional Grogs. Exceptional grogs. Hey, how you going, cunts? Just kidding. So in response to Greg saying that he wants to have sex with Siri's Australian voice, I've got a little secret that I want to share. I know who the Australian Siri is. I've never been told by this person, but I work in the TV industry and I know that she's a voiceover artist because I've heard her voice used in television spots and if you play them back to back, the television spots and series voice that is, it's a no-brainer. So her name is Tiffany Priest, and it's quite funny actually if you ask Siri who is Tiffany Priest, sometimes you get some quite interesting answers. So the Australian swearing thing, fucking oath, we love to swear. We love to say all sorts of words. We can use cunt in a positive or a negative way. You can say, hello, cunts, or you can say, you're a cunt. We don't mind. Some people are offended by it, but lots of us aren't. It's sort of become a describing word, a bit like fuck has. Do we like the American accent? Well, uh, it's one of those cultural things where we've grown up watching movies and cartoons and kids' shows or whatever where the American accent's obviously all over it. So we're quite used to it. It's no big deal to us. But in saying that, if you go overseas to a different country and you're in a nice quiet place and you're having a beautiful time with your wife or your husband, there's some Americans sitting on the table next to you and they're talking in a big, loud American voice. It's really annoying. But we love you guys. We're not too keen on your leader though. The other thing I know is I know the Christmas tree guy, Ali. I've met him, and he's really into jump rope, and Tasmania has fantastic hardwood. So anyway, that's all I've got to share. Uh, see you later. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Holy shit, Get he knows your here. hot Christmas tree guy. 
<laughs> I know. I'm, I am being set up right now. I am being set up. <laughs> Pictures or it didn't happen. Pictures or it didn't happen. He we said he proof. jumps rope. <laughs> he he sells hardwood and jumps rope. <laughs> I don't believe you. I, I think he knows your affinity for men jumping rope. <laughs> I can't breathe right now. Allie's got a tie. I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> Jason, please, oh, please don't don't toy with her heart. She, I don't think she can handle it. Oh man, I can handle it. I can handle oh. it. It's better, you just better not be fucking lying. Wow. Yeah, because I just uh, confirmed ticket to Tasmania, so. <laughs> He better not be lying to me. <laughs> and, and by the way, I I did look up Tiffany Priest, the uh, so-called voice of Siri. Hi. Hello. <laughs> she could tell me some Christmas trees, too. <laughs> but anyways, okay, so what does he do? What does Jason do? So he works in like television mixing audio. Oh, because he's got a good voice, too. And sells Christmas trees. He does have a good voice. Yeah, he's got a really good voice. He does. Hey, Siri. Who's Tiffany Priest? Home and Away is an Australian television soap opera. It was created by Alan Bateman and commenced broadcast on the Seven Network on the 17th of January 19. Okay, not helpful. Here is Tiffany Priest's voiceover demo. Hi, I'm Tiffany Richmond, and this is my latest demo. With Fancy Feast, you can indulge her every wish. Her favorite dishes made with real chicken or seafood. Each meal is artfully crafted and designed to delight. Try new Aveeno Sheer Hydration. Its active natural oat formula goes on feather light, absorbs in seconds for 24-hour moisture. Playful. Independent. Sophisticated. The all-new Audi Q2. The Freedom $20 million sale is now on. All right, so we, we get the point. That's That's got to be her. That's definitely her, right? Mm. Sounds exactly like her. But so here's an old person question that doesn't know a lot about technology. So do they have a different Siri for every accent? See, well, that, different person. That, okay. No, but what, so what, okay. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me that like this Siri person has to go through every fucking street and get that programmed into Siri and say every street in the United States of America and in the UK and in Australia and in Canada. So if I'm in Canada and I have an Australian Siri, all of the streets are going to be in her voice. So she has no life. She just sits on her ass and reads streets <laughs> all day, every day. It I mean, you're be. never caught up. You're never caught up. Or There's new streets being built every day. It's it's also possible that they've developed some uh, AI to kind of mimic her voice. I know Adobe, man, this is getting nerdy. Adobe has just kind of introduced this ability to mimic voices. So if Adobe's introducing it now, I'm sure Apple had it, you know, 40 years ago. I don't know. Is your mind blown? <sighs> my, my brain is just blowing up. So anyways, uh, thanks, Jason, for, <laughs> for Jason, confusing the Jason's shit out of my co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, they, they really make you think. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. Uh, and, and But anyways, most importantly, Tiffany Priest slash Richmond, whatever she is now, uh, smoke show. Australian <laughs> smoke show. That, that's <laughs> fact. That is fact. So uh, if you guys want to call in, hey, maybe you've got a, a, a great accent. You want to read our grocery list for us. That would be fantastic. 805-538-BEER-2337. Or you could uh, record it on your voice memos. Email it to us if you're out of the country. Tiffany Priest. 
Um, <laughs> you know, because I, I couldn't tell you how to call us from out of the country. I'm not that smart. So yeah, uh, we want your your great accents reading our our grocery lists, or if you got something to share with us, please let us know. Um, pale ale Indian. I was mm-hmm. creeping on her. Not creeping. It was appropriate. It was fine. I was just watching her stories. I don't normally watch Doubt people's it. stories, so I actually watched her stories and. Her accent kind of stopped me in my tracks. She's got a really gorgeous voice, aside from being a smoke show in herself. So I was going to yes. throw a little, sorry, Greg was throwing me the softball. I'm supposed to throw it to her, the hot potato, so she could call in and do either a voicemail, right, or the grocery list. Mm-hmm. Indian. Her name is Reedy. I hope I'm saying that right. R-I-T-I, right? Reedy? It's all you. <laughs> She is red. And she I just learned today voice. and I just learned today that she has a twin sister. So oh, there you go. Interesting. Boom. Maybe they could Very both good. call in and double the fun. Oh, make us try and figure out who's who. <laughs> All right, let's wrap things up with a little bit of news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed big news, everybody, especially here in California. January twenty eighth. At 11 a.m., take note, that will be when Pliny the Younger presale goes live on Russian River's website. Mm-hmm. They're switching it up mm-hmm. this year. They kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah, no in-person sales whatsoever. You can only get them online. Uh, they're doing this thing where it's going to be a, uh, it, you get four bottles of Pliny, but you have to buy a whole 12-bottle mixed case. Uh, it's 100 bucks plus shipping. So you get the four plenty of the youngers, and then the rest of it will be uh, dealer's choice from the brewery. You do not get to customize it. I feel like that's like kind of not that bad, though. I mean, especially people last year were standing in line for plenty of the younger for like four oh, yeah. and a half hours. I refuse. I refuse to stand in that line. But, that's um, yeah. I had that conversation with my brother-in-law. I'm like, no, I won't stand in any line for any beer or anything. But um, I waited. I waited 15 minutes once for plenty of the younger. Eh, that's. That's yeah. acceptable. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't know. I think like because it's the shipping's twenty five, and that's what they're paying. So it's one twenty five, and you get the twelve beers, right? So it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Twenty six dollars shipping, a hundred dollars for the twelve beers. Uh, you don't get to pick out what the beers are. Yeah. I, I think this is a, an ingenious way for Russian River to maybe get rid of some old bottles that might sure, be sure. But I mean, you're not really going to get any bad beer from Russian River. No, of course not. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's great. Thanks. It's, it's a win win. Yeah. Plus, you know, you turn around and sell one of those bottles for 60 bucks. So, Not to me. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. In fact, they're putting on the bottles this year not for resale in hopes to like tamper or to uh, oh, yeah. That'd tone work. down the... Re- That's not going to happen. Oh, so. wait. Can I tell a funny story? Not funny. Yeah. Haha. This is crazy. Speaking of Australians. So I was telling you earlier that I was Zooming with my Australian buddies on Thursday evening and they were talking about um, receiving some beers from the States and just, you know, they really, really like a lot of the breweries that we have here. And there's a bar over there that I guess gets shipments of Treehouse. And I'm imagining it's got to be some sort of mule situation. Like, I don't know if it's because I don't think they're distributing over there. Right. And right. so they were saying Can't get it in California, but we can go to Australia. And get right. It. So they were saying, they're like, yeah, you know, they can go to the bar or whatever and they can get a pint of Treehouse. Anybody care to guess how much money they're paying for this pint of Treehouse? Oh, for one pint. Um, I'm going mean, to, if we're talking American dollars, I'm going to say $15. What say you, Scott? Uh, 18 Okay. 
I wasn't no I wasn't prepared to go um American dollars. You okay, wanna, you I'll can do Google the, it so the conversion. Yeah, okay. Thirty one Australian dollars, which is drum roll please. Twenty three eighty four. Yep. Wow. And they I'm like, you guys wow. pay so that. Scott wins. He was closer. You I, I'm like, you guys <laughs> my free beer. You guys pay that for a pint of beer? And they're like, Well, yeah, our I mean our cocktails yeah. cost like thirty three dollars and I'm like that's like the average going what? rate for a cocktail is $33. And I'm just like... 25 bucks for a cocktail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get this treehouse, which is funny because there's a guy on the gram that really loves Belching Beaver. And he was telling me how much he pays for it. And I'm like, it was hurting me. I'm like, you cannot <laughs> be paying this much for Belching Beaver. Like I, they sell it at my liquor store here in Valley Center. Like I can grab it. I can grab it four pack for like eight bucks, 10 bucks, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I packaged it all up. It was going to be like a really, really expensive to ship it. So we found a different way. Like, so where I would ship it to like a PO box in Oregon and then that they would ship it to Australia. It got intercepted. I don't know. This doesn't sound shady Uh at all. He had it all (laughs) figured out. I was just like, I mean, as long as I, he paid for the beer that I purchased for him, but like it was beer laundering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They, the Australians love the Belgian beaver. Love it. And hmm, I really? was, well, in that case, <laughs> well, I, <ooh. laughs> I've got some for uh, $24 American a can. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, I could, I was just killing me how Plus much they, how much they pay for it. But apparently I couldn't help out. I was trying to help and mm, it didn't work. It's a shame. You know, I will say, adding on to your story. So hard to get Russian River down here, especially their their better stuff. But a few years ago, even getting like Pliny the Elder was hard to get in Southern California. Oh, yeah. Went to Colorado. I have family in Colorado. Went on a little trip to see some family. Land in Denver. I hit this bar in Denver uh, right next to the stadium because we went and saw the Dodgers play the Rockies. Lo and behold, no big deal. They've got Pliny and Blind Pig on tap. Oh, jeez. And I was like... I couldn't spend a lot of money and buy this if I wanted to in California where Russian River's from, mm-hmm. but apparently all the time they've got Russian River. I was like, what the fuck? fuck Denver, Denver knows what's up. Their their beer situation's pretty good. They it is you know what? I, I did some ordering from Jagged Mountain, got some Jagged Mountain in the mail last week. Uh-huh. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh so the Southern Beer Girl had brewer at Jagged Mountain. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's a babe. Yeah, she's a babe and she makes fantastic mm-hmm. beer. Mm-hmm. Okay, booze news. I want to end on this one. <laughs> so good. Scott, you've been to uh, Wisconsin lately? How did you oh, know? Hi, Flex. Okay. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, Flex. Mm-hmm. Hey, Flex. <laughs> get that, get that hey. jump rope out. Hi. Yeah, so we're visiting Flex. <laughs> I like We were him. working out together. I like <laughs> yeah, That's it. You went to get trained by Flex. <laughs> Me and Flex working out, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I taught him a few things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shows. I'm it's so true. distracted right now. <laughs> did you give him an M&M shirt while you were there? I did, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Allie loves it. Um, Brown County, Brown County, Wisconsin man was arrested for drunk driving. 74 year old Wallace Bowers was arrested for his 18th offense on Green Bay's east side last Friday. (laughs) It's Flex's grandpa. (laughs) Nope. Gets better though. Mm -mm. His family's nothing but pure goodness. (laughs) When his vehicle clammed into a power pole, more than 3,000 customers lost their electrical service. Oh, man. Bowers' arrests for OWIs date back more than 32 years. Officers say they weren't able to perform all field sobriety tests because Bowers' prosthetic leg came off in the crash. (laughs) (laughs) Are Are we allowed to laugh about that? I hope so. When, when you've been arrested 18 <laughs> times for DUI, okay, okay, I think okay, you can okay, laugh. Okay, 
Green Bay Police Chief Andrew Smith says he is frankly shocked that anyone with 17 arrests operating while intoxicated is still driving. Uh, well, he won't be driving after losing that leg. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been his right leg. <laughs> or his third leg. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> dude, at that age, the third leg isn't working anymore. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, hats off to you, Wallace. Jeez. <laughs> or legs off to you. Let me tip my leg to you. <laughs> legs off to that you, Wallace. That could have been his prosthetic was that third leg. <laughs> oh, man. 18 arrests, took down power for 3,000 people, and lost his leg in the crash. And a partridge man. in a pear tree. Yeah. <laughs> And he's a Flex. popular guy in that area. Yeah, he is. Flex, let us know if uh, this happens to be your grandfather. Or, <laughs> or if you know of one Wallace C. Bowers. And even if great. it's your grandfather, I still love you, Flex. Oh, it affects not at all how we think about mm-hmm. you. Yeah. No, of course we would like. Yeah, we'd like to meet your grandpa. He's still an action figure. Was he trying to sneak beer into his grandson's house for him? Past <laughs> 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 his grandson's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Bet that was it. He's an enabler. Yeah, we're going to get a voicemail next week. All right, this is how another way to sneak beer past your wife. Step one, call your grandpa. Step two, tell him to duct tape that fucking leg on. I was going to say, tell, yeah, something, somebody's got to hook him up so his leg doesn't fall off again. Right, get some duct tape. That would have been kind of funny Christ. if like his leg would have fallen off and the police like beat him with his leg. Oh, jeez. <laughs> too far. Is that too far? I think we just found the line. <laughs> okay. I didn't know it existed. <laughs> I didn't say we crossed it. I just said we found it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to right tiptoe around here. This is the comfy yeah. zone. <laughs> <laughs> Before I go too far. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll stop there and uh, continue on our way. Good night, everybody. What's well, music? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for drinking along. Find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com on the socials at theunfilteredgentleman.com. Find Allie at Allie in Kelly, A-L-L-Y dot I-N dot C-A-L-L-Y. You find Flex, no longer his grandpa, on the gram at uh, Flex Me a Beer. Just kidding. Sorry, Flex. Uh, make sure you uh, leave us a voicemail or a grocery list. If you want the grocery list in text form to read it, I can send it to you. 805-538-BEER-2337. Make sure you check out the gram for our contest going on now. Domingo, Domingo, Domingo. Oh, wait. No whatever Tuesday is. Uh, I think that's everything. Hope everyone stays very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.